What do you do when you find yourself in the middle of a mindset block? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. Perfect question for this show. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting. And my friends, this might be one of those rant episodes. You know I'm not necessarily above having them from time to time. And I feel like I've gone on a few of those recently. But I saw a post the other day and I was like, oh, for the love of all things holy. And I it immediately in my head became a podcast episode because, um, yeah, that's what I do when you have a daily show. So somebody on LinkedIn just asked a generalized question, like, what do you do when you're in the middle of a mindset block? Um, and the first six answers like drove me up a wall because everybody recommended books. Every single response was, oh, go read a book or like other people like drop their motivational memes and Gary Vaynerchuk comes up all the time. Every single time this shit happens, people bring up that guy's name. Um, and I read it and I was like, yeah, I don't do any of that. I, I can't even remember the last mindset book that I read. Um, it was probably six or eight months ago and it wasn't even a mindset book. It, uh, it was Kevin Hart's, um, you can't make this stuff up. And really, really good book, by the way, if you need a, a little entrepreneurial um, sort of motivation and inspiration, it's a really good spot to find some. It's really funny and well told. And I really like the audiobook on on that one as well. I'm so full of audiobook recommendations. I just gave you one yesterday, too. Um, but... I I really take offense as a mindset coach to the idea that when someone is struggling and someone is in pain and someone is stuck or frozen, not taking action, not being productive, not being motivated, that the answer is to go read someone else's expertise on the subject. Like I don't I don't think you get out of your own way by reading what somebody else does to get out of their own way. And so when I started to think about that in my very judgy stance on really bad advice that other mindset people give, I posed the question to myself and I said, okay, so, you know, if I was in a mindset block or, you know, one of my clients obviously hire me all the time because they're in different mindset blocks, like, what am I going to tell them to do? What's the number one thing that I do? And here's the thing, I guess my response is a little bit, um, I don't mean it to sound sarcastic. I recognize it sounds sarcastic and I I promise you I don't mean it that way, but you got to go and do something because, you know, one of the things, and I'm going to use this as a better example because I think sometimes when we're talking about something other than the problem, it's easier to see it be illustrated. So I want to sort of swap the idea of mindset out for, you know, back in the day when I was a therapist, I had this conversation all the time with people who struggled with bipolar disorder. And that's a mental health condition where people don't have regular mood consistency. They can feel good and fine and confident and, you know, capable on a Monday. And then by Tuesday at four o'clock, they feel like the world 
is crashing down around them or they feel really agitated, stressed, anxious. You know, bipolar is largely, I think, miscategorized and I don't want to always play the extreme happy and the extreme sad. But it's this idea that at one point you're fine and then suddenly you're not. I think that's an experience that a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to. We see it. I even have it on my own website, but that like extreme high and the extreme low that comes with entrepreneurship or the roller coaster because one day you're coasting and then the next day you're sinking that feeling of you thought you were fine you thought you had it and then suddenly you feel like you don't when people struggle with bipolar one of the things that became my automatic responsibility as a therapist is to help them manage that disorder and one of the things that I think happens a lot of times is people get depressed and they get sad and they have a bad day, even though yesterday was fine. And they suddenly start saying, well, what am I so upset about? Like, what's bothering me? And then suddenly what ends up happening is they remember their boss kind of gave them the hairy eyeball. They remember their sister hasn't called them back and their dad never said thank you to the gift and the this and the that. And suddenly, because they're feeling sad and agitated, they're creating all of these reasons for why they must feel that way to then validate the feeling of feeling bad. My job as a therapist, or maybe I should say my approach as a therapist, I do think this is something that would be varied and how people responded to it, would to say to people, like, it doesn't really matter why you're sad. What are you willing to do about it? And, you know, one of the things that I would say to people is that, like, if you wake up sad, you still need to go to work because the average job force only gives you five to six days of sick time or personal time. Um, And some, you know, businesses, you know, I've heard as low as three days. So you don't get to just call out. You don't get to not work. You have to figure out a way to manage your illness and also get the job done. And I think sometimes with mindset, we suddenly give all this oxygen to why am I not productive and why can't I get myself motivated? And I, I really, I can't come up with a single creative idea. And I, wow, I just, I can't get out of my own way. And we just give this oxygen and we feed the beast. And then we go and ask about it. And somebody tells us to read a GD book, like what the actual people, like that's not going to solve the problem. What's going to solve the problem is if regardless of what you think or feel, you go and do something different. That the biggest reason why people have a mindset block on a Monday and are still stuck on Friday is because they've spent the whole week just sitting and spinning and spinning and sitting and giving oxygen to their unease, to their discomfort, to their distraction, to whatever it is that's ailing them. What I would want people to do if they find themselves in the middle of this stuck spot and stuck, you you guys are going to have to define this for yourselves. So, you know, part of the reason why we're having this question is I haven't had any questions in my own inbox. So I don't have a specific scenario to speak to for you guys, but I'm sure you can make up whatever it is that you're carrying is that if you say like, oh, I haven't really been productive or I haven't finished my to-do list or, you know, I was supposed to come up with three new content ideas and I can only come up with two. We give oxygen to that. What's wrong with me? I'm losing my edge. I can't do this. If I'm, you know, come, if I'm struggling with coming up with content now, what's going to happen in six weeks? I'm going to be doing this all over again, blah, 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 blah. We're giving oxygen, oxygen, oxygen to the negative. 
If we want to get out of that, either because we're not moving effectively, we're not taking the right course of action, we're stuck in limiting beliefs, we're frozen in fear, you again, you know, work with me here, fill in your individual stuck spot. It doesn't really matter what you think or feel, you got to go do something differently. And that can be something as seeing yourself check something off a list. Um, Recently, I had this, the strangest freaking thing happened to me here in California, where like, a bird crapped on my car so bad that the acid from the bird poop like ate into my car and I needed to get my car repainted or else it was going to rust and cause all these problems like freakishly absurd like only in California is there like acid bird poop but um as a result now every single time a bird craps on my car I immediately am going to the car wash because I don't want to be you know doling out that useless money again um so I'm immediately getting my car wash so the other day uh, a couple weeks ago I guess now at this point I couldn't come up with show content um I hadn't gotten any letters in my inbox I was like what am I gonna talk about I can't just keep spitballing And I was like, for crying out loud. And I just grabbed my keys and my car needed to get washed. So I took it to the car wash. It has nothing to do with my podcast content. But rather than sitting and spinning about like, why can't I come up with any ideas? What was I thinking coming up with a five day week show and relying on listener questions? When I don't get a listener question, I have to da, 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 da. And you can see that train of thought. Instead, I just said like, I need to feel like I've gotten something done. So completely unrelated, I'm going to go get my car washed. You might decide to move away from what idea you're stuck on and go do something else. But I think that there's value to seeing something to completion, seeing something to fruition. So going and even if it's completely unrelated to whatever it is that's ailing you, go and do something different. And then go do something else. Because the thing that happens is if you are stuck in a limiting belief, if you were stuck in a self uh, stuck spot or you're frozen in fear, you were in that sitting and spinning pattern. What we need you to do is to get some things done. We need you to finish that book you're reading or catch up on your DVR or get that laundry done or make your bed or clean the bathtub or, you know, like go grocery shopping or, you know, plan your next trip. It doesn't really matter what it is. But when you start to say, I have to get this done and you do it and then you get something else done, you start to collect proof positive, like immediate, recent, time-relevant proof positive that you're capable. It gets you out of whatever it is you're stuck on. It gets you focused towards something that feels more positive and more productive. And then you are able to go back to your situation with new eyes. And sometimes that's all you're going to need. Because for me, in the time it took me to go to the car wash and come back, I'd already had a bunch of ideas. I was like, oh my gosh, I could talk about this. I could talk about that. I started thinking about other conversations that I had been having with you know, a friend of mine. And I was able to go, oh, I can make that a podcast episode. I could talk about that. And suddenly I had like 12 new shows sitting in front of me in the time it took me to wash my car. So sometimes you're going to luck out like that and you just needed to change your environment. You just needed to walk away and come back to it and see it with fresh eyes. But sometimes you're going to do that and it's still not going to work. And what you're really going to need to do is look at it from a new perspective in terms of not like what's bugging me or why isn't this happening, but why are these solutions? 
solutions not working, the things you've already tried, the brainstorming, the looking at like what is missing from this solution. And I and you come at the problem from a new angle. What is this a reflection of how I'm thinking or feeling about myself? That is another good question to ask. Because a lot of times when we're not paying attention to how we are moving through the world or how it even feels to be us moving through the world, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what our experiences are, it plays out in our behavior. So sometimes it's worth stopping and saying, like, what is my inaction telling me about how I am doing? What is my inaction a reflection of? And to that end, then the next thing you want to do is look at this stuck spot, you know, from the lens of it is reflecting something from you. What is it reflecting? So if it's not something you're thinking or feeling and you were just like, what is this problem trying to tell me? Is it that you're not happy, that this isn't the right idea, you don't think it's going to work, that more often than not, it is trying to help you look at something from a new angle. It has become an immovable object for you, and there must be a reason for that. So trying to just like get out of your own way or get unstuck or just do it, like none of that is going to work. And if you recognize what I'm saying and you know the solutions I'm offering today, none of them are problem-focused solutions of getting at the problem. It's about understanding the problem, using the problem, problem of the mindset block, whatever you've been thinking. And again, you're going to have to, you know, replace my mindset block phrase with your fear, with your tentativeness, whatever, you know, sort of is ailing you right now. What is you having this problem at this particular juncture trying to reflect to you? What do you need to know in order to move through the world differently? You can be curious, you can sort of ask around, you can poke some questions. A lot of times with this stuff, I'll ask a best friend of mine and I'll say like, okay, I'm having this thought, like, I don't even know what it means, but can you reflect back for me what you think you're hearing and what it sounds like to you and and all of that? Like, what does this... Um, like, what does this have to tell you? And what does this have to say? And if you're curious about it, you can unravel it. Now, if you are someone who knows that actually, in fact, like the reason why some people recommend books is because books actually work, then I would encourage you to pick up a book that addresses the particular pain point, because then you are going to feel more productive. You are going to feel like you're doing something. I am not a fan of books for solutions. So I'm only telling you this if you already know this to be true for you. But otherwise, if you're going to do one of two things, you're going to go and you're going to go and do something differently. You're going to tune into your capability. You are going to move, choose an action, see something through fruition, or you're going to get curious about the problem, poke around about it, and try to find the roots. Neither of those things are sexy, sexy and sassy as a book recommendation, but I think it's going to get you where you want to be, which is unstuck and getting on with it way faster than reading a three to 500 page book. So thanks for hearing me out today, offering an alternative perspective. I hope you find value in it. And if you have a question for the show, I'm staring at it in an empty inbox, my friends. You are welcome to send in your questions. You can find me over at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thanks so much for today. 
I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.